Well, it turned out that the Red Sox and Yankees tied the Rays, Orioles, and Blue Jays for playoff wins this year. You are locked on MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all of Major League Baseball. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I am an Emmy-nominated television producer who has been a baseball podcaster for well over a decade now, and this is my fifth full season here at the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets, guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Follow our show at LockedOnMLBPods on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm your pal, Sully. I'm at Twitter, or whatever it's called now, at Sully Baseball, Sully Baseball Podcast on instagram well we know one team is in the league championship series and it was a team that started the postseason on the road in the wild card series they've played one game at home the texas rangers won and they use it to clinch the division series and move on to the league championship series. Um, we'll talk a little bit about the Rangers in just a minute. Um, I, I do want to point out, nobody got my trivia question so far. Uh, only one person threw in an answer. Uh, Court Stell uh, gave an incorrect answer. So I'm going to throw the same, the same trivia question is out there. Jump ball. Uh, who is the only person in the same year to win the League Championship Series MVP, the World Series MVP, the Cy Young Award, and throw a complete game victory to clinch both the League Championship Series and World Series, all in one year. Who was the only person to do all of that in one year? Gord Stell threw in the name Dennis Eckersley. Nope. Now, Dennis Eckersley has clinched several playoff series. Um, and has done so with multiple teams. However, he never did so with a complete game. So there you go. One player clinched the League Championship Series and World Series with a complete game, was the MVP of both of those series, and won the Cy Young Award all in the same year. Throw that out there. All right, we're going to get to the happiness of the state of Texas, who is in a state of delirium after today's double victories. However, we got to do a uh, a little bit of a, 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 I guess, a eulogy for the Baltimore Orioles, who joined a uh, a group that they would rather not join. And let's review who they are. They are the 2000 White Sox, the 2001 Houston Astros, the 2008 Chicago Cubs, the it was the um, there was one other one. Oh, the 2014 Angels and the 2016 Texas Rangers. All of those teams were 
the number one seed in their league heading into the playoffs during the wild card era. And all of them, despite having the best record, best win loss record in their league, got swept. Didn't win a single game in the playoffs. And there you go. The Orioles have joined them. The hundred some odd win team that won the division in a, in a division that sent three teams to the postseason, neither and neither the Red Sox nor the Yankees were that team. It was time to rejoice for the rest of the division. You had the Rays in it, the Blue Jays were in it, the Orioles were in it, and they combined for zero wins. And not only that, the Orioles put up a fight in game one. They did. There's no getting around the fact that they put up a fight in game one. That they had, they you know, they were rallying, and in in that game one uh, loss, which the final score was three to two, um, a couple of a murderous double double play in the eighth inning killed what looked like was going to be an Aroldis Chapman, uh, his his specialty, which is blowing big games, um, a key double play got him out of an inning. Uh, that was the game where uh, the Orioles starting pitcher was Kyle Bradish, who let up uh, seven hits and a walk in four and two-thirds innings. He did strike out nine. He only let up two. But those four and two-thirds innings, uh, unbeknownst to us at the time, was the equivalent of Jack Morris throwing 10 shutout innings to clinch the 1991 World Series. By the way, Jack Morris is not the answer to the trivia question. Um. That was by far the best outing of the Orioles pitching staff. Kyle Bradish, who almost gave them five innings. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez got absolutely torched in game two. And uh, today, uh, Kramer said, hold my beer. And with the Orioles hanging on for dear life and needing to have anything resembling a quality start, Kramer couldn't get out of the second inning. Two of the Orioles pitchers, two, they only played three games. Two of their pitchers couldn't give them two innings. Two pitchers combined for fewer than four innings over two starts. That and and put them in an impossible situation in both games. In game two, the Orioles wound up scoring eight runs, but it didn't matter. Because they were, they were so far behind, it was just a nightmare. And today, the game was over by the second inning. I mean, this was just a, a party in Arlington. Now, the Rangers are a wildly streaky team. And I'll get into that in the second in the second uh, segment. But the fact of the matter is this. I'm a broken record here. But I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it right now. So mark the date. I'm recording this on the 10th of October 2023. It's probably going to drop on the 11th of October. This was a disastrous season torpedoing decision to not improve their pitching staff beyond Jack Flaherty at the trade deadline. You may not like that I said that, but it's factually true that they went into the postseason despite getting 100 wins. And yes, the pitching staff did pitch Pitter down the stretch, down the stretch when they were playing a lot of non-pressure games down the stretch. And lo and behold, 
their the starting rotation, which for the first two thirds of the season was lousy, came up as small as you possibly could. I'd expect this type of performance from the Rockies in 1995 when they were playing the uh, you know in Coors Field and they couldn't expect to get any length out of their starting pitchers. This was a catastrophe. And the idea that they held on to their prospects and didn't look at if they made the trade for a Scherzer and Scherzer got hurt, I wouldn't I wouldn't say a thing. They tried. I said they should have gone and check the tape. I said they should have gone after Verlander. I said it was worth a at least one top prospect to get into the postseason and have a legitimate shot if it meant having a legit ace in your staff. And aces and quality pitchers were being traded all over the map. And lo and behold, here we are. And when you take a look at their top prospects right now, I'm telling you something right now. Listen to me. This, I, I've been, I've gone back when I've criticized teams for not going for it. The main time is I, in the end, said, okay, Mike Rizzo of the Washington Nationals, I give you credit for holding back on Strasburg because eventually the Nationals won the World Series. And I said back, I said way back in 2012 when I was the infancy of the old Solid Baseball podcast, I said the only way Rizzo can live this down is if the Nationals win the World Series and Steven Strasburg's a big part of it. Well, guess what? Nationals won the World Series. Steven Strasburg was the MVP. So I took him off the hook. All right. It's on you now, Orioles. This Orioles team better be a dynasty, and you better expect the Yankees and Red Sox to be non-competitive for the next bunch of years. Because here's the deal. I need to not only see the Orioles win a World Series, but they have to do it with not just Gunnar Henderson, not just Ryan Mountcastle, not just Anthony Santander or Grayson Rodriguez or Adley Rutschman, but I better see some of these prospects. I better see Jackson Holiday. I better see Colton Cowser and Jordan Westberg and Heston Kerstad. Is that how you pronounce the name? I don't know. And Enrique Bradford and Kobe Mayo and D.L. Hall and Joey Ortiz and Judd Fabian and Connor Norby and Cade Povich. I just rattled off the top 11 prospects. They all, every single one of them, has to be part of a World Series champion in Baltimore, and they have to be contributors to it. Otherwise, this will always remain a stupid decision by the Baltimore Orioles. They held on to all those. There's not enough room for all those players on the Major League roster, even if they all are terrific prospects. And yes, every once in a while, you trade away a prospect. It turns out to be John Smoltz in the Doyle Alexander trade, even though Doyle Alexander helped pitch the Tigers in the playoffs. Sometimes it's a Jeff Bagwell in the Larry Anderson trade or you know a, a Josh Donaldson in the Rich Harden trade. Sometimes you get a great player. Yeah, sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. Most of the time... It's Kyle Drabeck. It's Matt Laporta. It's someone who doesn't turn out to be the player you're expecting him to be. And it's worth it with the, the everything aligned. So here's the deal. Mark this time. If the Orioles win 
a World Series, and those names I just mentioned are a big part of it, then I'll say, okay, okay, I see what you were doing. If not, then I'm sorry. This was an opportunity to win this year, and they dropped the ball. There's that far side cartoon of a bunch of people, like these three guys walking through the desert, and they're clearly about to die of thirst, and there's a water fountain in the middle of the desert. And the guy is turning on the water fountain, and he says to the other two guys dying of thirst, hey, let's let it run a little bit so it gets colder. That's the Orioles right now. That's what they're doing. I don't get what they're doing. And it may have just cost them a legitimate chance to go to the World Series. But hey, hey, at least you kept the prospects because who knows? Maybe later you'll be good. Well, look, at I'm very, very nervous to make any bets on baseball because guess what? It's so unpredictable right now. Did you have it going on right now that the Arizona Diamondbacks could be going to the National Championship Series or the Rangers are doing this? It's all up and down. It's absolutely crazy time. But you can still put your money down with FanDuel. That's America's number one sports book. Join FanDuel today and you'll get started with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Uh, tomorrow, I don't know, bet on the Diamondbacks. <laughs> Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to create your new account. Then you can get in on the action from the first pitch until the final out. Bet on everything from strikeouts to home runs or who will win the game. And if you don't want to wait for the game to, to be over to get a W, predict what will happen in the next at-bat with quick bets. So head on over to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn right now. Step into the plate this postseason with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Make every moment more with FanDuel, which is the official betting partner of Major League Baseball. Hey, let's not be negative right now. Let's talk about something positive. Holy Toledo. Bruce Bochy. And the Rangers just steamrolled over the Baltimore Orioles, and they look great. They could pitch. They, I mean, Uvalde. I mean, look, I'm a huge Uvalde fan based on what he did with the 2018 Red Sox, which, and please, Houston Astros fans, make a quick note. I know the Red Sox, my team, I grew up, I mean, we're in a Massachusetts shirt right now. We're not on the level in 2018. If you want to say, hey, don't brag about that, I won't. I enjoyed it, but I understand nobody else has to acknowledge that World Series title. You hear that, Astros fans? That's how you do it. I digress. Uh, Uvalde was amazing. Absolutely amazing. And he's he had a solid start against the Tampa Bay Rays. He pitched like a legit ace today. Seven shutout innings, striking out seven, letting up a single run, no walks. I mean, that's what it, that's what an ace pitch is like. And Uvalde, who's a legitimate all-star this year, is uh, he's 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 doing the job. He's absolutely wonderful. And you took a look at the team. I mean, Corey Seager. Why he's not a Yankee? I no one will ever be able to explain that to me. But he is a Ranger, and he got on base three more times today. Hit the early home run, and of course Garcia. Uh, he got two hits, including the home run. Garver was terrific this whole series. 
Um, you know, Carter got on base again. Uh, you know, Young got two more hits. He is he has just been nothing short of brilliant this postseason. And look at, I mean, the we're going to get into the fact that they don't know who their opponent is yet. But I would be terrified of this team, absolutely terrified. And Bruce Bochy is right now four wins away from joining that ex, uh, a very exclusive group of managers who have managed a team to the World Series in both the American League and National League. And he's already a Hall of Famer, but, I mean, this is just cementing it. And you think about – just think about a couple things with this, uh, with this particular Ranger team. That when you think about the fact that they had a stretch in mid-August to mid-September – where they went eight and seventeen, they went. It was just a real spiral, eight and seventeen, and they just looked lost. And the Mariners look like they're getting everything together. The Astros are starting to play like champs. And remember, the Rangers were in first place for a gigantic chunk of the season, and then they spiraled out and they fell to third place. And that, along with the injuries to Jacob Degrom and the injury to Max Scherzer. I don't think there's a soul in the world who would have blamed the Rangers for that, you know, for that nosedive. And they got themselves together. And I can tell you, there is no streakier team I've seen in years than this Ranger team, which on some days look like they're on the verge of winning the World Series. Remember, I was talking about that when they're in the middle of their slide. I said, I thought this was going to be a hundred win team. I thought this was going to win the pennant. They're not even going to make the playoffs. You can get the bends going up and down this fast. I mean, you you need Dramamine following this team. And there is no middle ground. This team either looks like an absolute, we are going to beat you with our bats, we're going to beat you with our pitching, and we're going to beat you with the fact we got the smartest manager in baseball at the helm. Or, oh my God, what a sad sight. You know what? Just go home and play golf. What part of the season is a middle ground with that? And whomever they play, whomever they play, are you going to bet against this team? We've been doing that all postseason. How's that been working out for us? I thought the Rays were going to give them a forearm shiver, especially after they wet the bed the final two. Remember, they were a, a pitch away from clinching a playoff spot. And if they had done that, if they had won that game and everything else transpired the same way, they would have won the division. Said they'd have fly to Tampa. And I said, oh, man, welcome to the just happy to be here Rangers. They're going to go on and get their lunch handed to them by the Rays and think about that disastrous middle of August, early September. Nope. Rearview mirror time. And I'll tell you something. I was listening to the ESPN radio broadcast of the game. I was picking my son up later earlier today. And they made the great point that Bruce Bochy, whether they were falling apart or, in the case of today's game, just steamrolling a under-equipped Orioles team, his demeanor was just the same. He said he looked like he might as well be sitting on his uh, back porch in a lawn chair. And maybe that's the main job of a manager, especially these days where things are being dictated on high and everything like that. Maybe the main job of the manager is to manage. 
to just manage the players, manage the clubhouse, and keep things even keel. I will say this. That is Dusty Baker's greatest strength. Dusty Baker is also a Hall of Fame manager. And people will pick apart some of his, you know, in-game strategy and everything fine. But you notice his teams always go to the playoffs? You notice his players will run through a brick wall for him? Have you noticed that he keeps his team focused on getting to October? There's something to be said about managers like this. And to keep that in mind, when you have someone who was hired because he's the best man at the GM's wedding, or this person's just going to nod his head whenever we bring everything from on high, maybe having that manager, you look over and say, oh, we're there. We're in good shape. We're not going to get too high. We're not going to get too low. But Bruce Bochy is hired by the Rangers. And there are a bunch of managerial openings. I wonder if a team should hire one of his old lieutenants from San Francisco. Hmm? I wonder. I wonder. Well, guess what, folks? You don't have to wonder who's in the American League Championship Series. It's the team that made the effort to get in. And yes, I know the Scherzer trade may turn out to blow up in the face of the Rangers because they let up. Uh, they traded away uh, Ronald Acuna's uh, brother to the Mets, and he may turn out to be a wonderful player. But I give the Rangers credit for going for it, for making that attempt. And the Rangers are going to be playing for a chance to go to the World Series. And the Orioles are going to be playing on their Xbox. Okay, let's talk a little bit about our friends at Jace Medical. Modern medical care and treatment are important, but our global supply chains, they're fragile. Things like pandemics, natural disasters, and foreign aid, they may cut you off from the treatment that you need. Jace Medical is your solution. And guess what? It can be done online. All right? People may be in situations where they're cut off from the doctors, they're cut off from the medication they need, and they can't get appointments for days. Well, with all the barriers in front of you, Jace Medical creates your solutions. Go online, fill out a form, then you can get prescription life-saving medication delivered right to your door. The Jace case gives you peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to the medication in an emergency, Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. So, I did a whole segment of yesterday's show saying that the Twins had the advantage over the Astros with Sonny Gray pitching and uh, Christian Javier pitching for the Houston Astros. And I said that they, the Twins are in a real position to take a two-game-to-one lead in the series. Going back home, Sonny Gray's pitched quite well. Thank you very much. I, I think Gray has looked better than Christian Javier. This could be a day where the Twins could go up two games to one. 
I never said I was Nostradamus. What I said in terms of my predictions and my thoughts regarding the Orioles came out to be very true. My prediction about Sonny Gray, wow, I could not have been more wrong. I was fractally wrong, which means that if you examine how wrong I was, it was made up of tinier wrong parts. It was just wrong no matter how you cut it apart because the that raucous crowd in Minnesota got real quiet as they were down four runs before they even came to bat, thanks to a Jose Abreu home run. By the way, Jose Abreu has been a bit of a disappointment since coming over from the Chicago White Sox. That could all be eliminated with a very good postseason. Remember how J.D. Drew was a big letdown for the Red Sox when he first came over in the 2007 season, then hit the big grand slam against the Indians in game six. They were called the Indians back then and came up real big in the World Series against the Colorado Rockies. Suddenly, it looked like a good deal. Well, the Abreu situation, he wasn't the MVP that he was in Chicago when he came over to Houston, but if he has a big ALCS, assuming they get there, um, all that will be forgiven. Uh, but uh, speaking about all being forgiven, uh, Christian Javier struck out nine batters and let up one hit over five shutout innings. And then, you know, at that point, they had such a big lead. I mean, at that point, they were up 5 nothing. And then they just had the parade of relievers, Brown, Abreu, Maton, Montero. They just, you know, let's, let's, let's give everyone a shot. And Dusty, you know, got everything he needed out of Javier, got the big home run from, uh, you know, from Abreu, got another home run from Abreu. I mean, it's a two home run game from Abreu. So I think he's doing okay today. And, you know, your Dan Alvarez got his fourth home run of the postseason. Now, mind you, they didn't play the wild card series. So Jordan Alvarez is, he could hit five home runs in this series because, wow. And now the Minnesota Twins are facing elimination. You know, Gray stunk. He got bombed. He let up four runs in four innings. That's not good. That's not good. You know, uh, some of their other, and then, you know, Ober got bombed as well. And by the end, it was nine to one. Or as my mom would say, the score was a lot to not enough. And so tomorrow afternoon here in L.A., um, Urquidy, who is, again, a very talented pitcher. not He is not Justin Verlander. Ryan is pitching for the Astros. I almost wonder if I would start Pablo Lopez on short rest. Um, I know it's incredibly risky, but maybe not. I don't know. Maybe this is why managers should get the big bucks. Uh, I do think this game's a bit of a toss-up. I do think it's a toss-up, Urquidy, Ryan. I do hope the Twins win because I want to see a game five. And seeing game five, Verlander versus Lopez, well, that's just good theater. I have a feeling the Astros are going to win this. I really do. Um, And I'm now thinking about my dad. My dad was the biggest San Francisco Giant fan you will ever meet. And he had – there are two managers that I really think of regarding my dad. Uh, Dusty Baker, who managed some of his favorite teams, but also drove him crazy because of some of his in-game management, Um, especially during the 2002 World Series, where it's telling that having his son run across the field while J.T. Snow was crossing home plate 
was not the stupidest decision he made in that World Series. My dad loved Dusty, but he drove him crazy. My dad's other favorite manager was Bruce Bochy. Boach, as my dad called him. And while Bochy would sometimes drive my dad crazy, I just walked, I can hear my father right now watching a Giants game and just hear him muttering, Boach, 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 Boach. But Bochy did deliver three World Series titles to San Francisco. And the last game I ever went to with my father was a game three of the 2014 World Series. I digress. So you could have two of my dad's favorite managers colliding in a Texas Hold'em um, ALCS. Two teams who had identical records in the regular season, uh, fans in Texas. This is why the Astros went to the American League, was to try to create this kind of rivalry. Both of them were in the playoffs a couple of times, and most memorably in, uh, in 2015, when the Rangers won the division, the Astros were a wild card, and it looked like for a while the two were going to meet in the ALCS because the Rangers took a 2 nothing lead against the uh, Blue Jays. And that was the series that ended with a bat flip. And the Astros uh, fell, uh, the Astros took a 2 1 lead to the eventual World Series champion, Kansas City Royals. That was the series where. Carlos Correa made a couple of there was a terrible inning where the the Astros were in the lead and their their defense just fell apart the Royals took advantage of it and ultimately neither Texas team made it to the league championship series that year well here we are we're one win away from an all Texas series I'm holding out hope that the Minnesota Twins can push that series to a fifth and deciding game because I think this postseason needs that and I also think a Lopez versus Verlander uh, game five finale. That'd be good for baseball. Uh, we have not a, we don't have a four game day because of the Orioles forgetting how to play baseball. Uh, but we're going to see what happens with Braves Phillies. Uh, but we do know there's a game four there. Uh, game four Astros twins are going on today. And then the Dodgers, who would have thought that the Dodgers season is going to rely on Lance Lynn. But here we are. That's where we are. So if the Dodgers want to continue and see another day, Lance Lynn has to come through. So no one got the trivia question, so that's still out there. Uh, who was the only person to win the Cy Young Award, win the NLCS and World Series MVP all through the same year, and throw a complete game victory to clinch both the League Championship Series and the World Series? Tell me who that was. Send it to Locked On MLB Pods on Twitter and Instagram. You can send it to my Twitter account, which is Sully Baseball, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram, or leave the comments down here on YouTube. Saying goodbye to the Orioles, hello to the Rangers. And wondering if it's going to be a managerial matchup that would make my father smile from beyond. This has been a Locked On MLB playoff discussion for the, well, I'm recording this on the 10th of October. Probably will come out the 11th, 2023. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.